الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره نعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له نشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له نشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله قال الله تعالى قال اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لو انزلنا هذا القران على جبل لرايته خاشعا خاشعا متصدعا من خشيه الله وتلك الامثال نضربها للناس لعلهم يتفكرون We praise Allah, we send His choice of blessings, we ask Allah to send His choices, peace and blessings upon our beloved Prophet And He is our Creator, remember that we do not associate any partner with Allah. We do not unconditionally obey anyone but Allah. He is our Creator, He is our Sustainer, He is our Master. And He has sent us in this world for a short and appointed time. And when our time is up, we will all be returning to Allah. And what is, what is that very special thing that we will take back to Allah subhanahu What is that one thing that we can hold on to, that we can take back to Allah? Who is going to accompany me or you in that journey? back to Allah. We have a journey. Each of us have a door. And just like the baby in the womb of the mother, if someone says, do you believe in the life after the mother or life after the womb? The baby would say that, I don't, I don't know, like, what do you mean? Where is that world? I haven't seen anything. But definitely that baby has a life by Allah's decree, after the womb of the mother. And that is this world. And when we're in this world, we say we do not know, like there is another world, another life. Where? How? I don't know. But because of that, Allah sent messengers. Allah sent this message. And the final and the most complete message Allah sent was the Quran. And that Quran, our Prophet said, as long as you hold on to the Quran, as long as you hold on to Allah's book, no one can misguide you. Because you go back and you can you can go back to Allah's book. You can go back to the message. You can go back to the one who created you, who sent you in this world, and he is guiding you every step of the way. Allah says in the Quran, anzalna hada Quran ala That if the Quran were to be to be revealed on a mountain, then the mountains would crush. The mountains would humble themselves because that is the power and the majesty and greatness and the and the weight of the Quran. Quran has all the secrets of the universe. Quran has the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent in terms of what is going to guide us and give us the ability to be our best self. So if you create a machine, and if you have a very complicated machine, then you have a guide that tells people how to operate this machine. You buy a computer or a gaming system, and you, you learn how to use it. Maybe there's a YouTube video, or maybe there's a whole manual that explains how to turn it on, how to make it work. Allah has created us and He sent us a manual. And if we follow that manual, then we can be at our best. 
We can function at our best. And if we don't follow that manual, then we're not going to be at our best. And that is the Quran. And the Quran is such has such greatness from Allah that if you were to reveal on the mountain, the mountains would crush. Sometimes when the Prophet used to receive the revelation, you know, we just like we repeat the verses. You repeat the verses in your Quran class, you repeat, you repeat. And it's, you know, just we just just repeat it like it's anything else. But the real weight we understood when it was revealed to the Prophet, sometimes because of the weight of the Quran, the message, the greatness of the Quran coming from Allah, coming and coming through the most important angel, Jibreel, one of the most majestic creations of Allah. That when Jibreel, you know, he, when he opens his wings, he opens two wings, they're enough to cover the east and the west. The entire world is covered in, under his two wings. And according to one narration, Jibreel has 600 of those. You can't even imagine the majesty and greatness of how Allah created just this angel, the archangel, the chief of all the angels. Allah created Jibreel for the special purpose of bringing that special message from Allah to the Prophet. And the Prophet, as the wahi or the revelation of the Quran was coming to the Prophet, he would feel the greatness of God in that revelation. He put it sometimes he would not be able to sit. He would put his uh, face down on the on the on the lap of Aisha And as he would put his face or as he would put his head on the lap of Aisha, Aisha would say that the weight of the Quran as it was revealed was so much that I felt like the bones in my my legs were gonna crush. The bones in my legs were gonna crush. This is the weight that our Prophet he went day after day receiving this revelation, this message from God. The weight of receiving that message, the weight of understanding that message, the weight of practicing that message, the weight of reciting that message, the weight of or explaining that message, the weight of living, practicing that message. Our beloved Prophet has gone through carrying that message for us. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina May Allah bless our beloved Prophet But what is that Quran? What is that Quran? If someone asked you, can you point in this room, can you point to one thing that was not created? In this room, in the gym, can you point to one thing that was not created? What would that be? What would that one thing be that was not created? That's not a creation. Can you name something that was not created? Everything in this world, other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything Allah created is through the creation of Allah. It's a direct creation of Allah, or Allah has given the ability to humans to shape some of His creation. Take the resources, the minerals, you know, the trees, the plants, uh, the plants, the resources from the from the environment, and shape it into different things. But all of these are created. The only thing that we have access to that was not created is the kalam of Allah, is the words of Allah. Because they are not created, they were directly the words of God. In this entire world, the only thing that is directly from God, the words are, they are from 
provides the Quran. And we, what are we? What is our responsibility for the Quran? That one of the Sahaba were in the marketplace and he said, you guys are all doing business here while the Prophet's legacy, the Prophet's inheritance, you know when people leave behind money or leave behind their really important things and they're distributed? He said the, the Prophet's legacy is being distributed in the masjid. And everybody wanted to get, get a hand on something that belongs to the Prophet. Everybody just ran from the, from the market to the masjid. And they went and there was nothing to distribute. They went around and they looked and they're like, nothing's happening here. Then they go back to the Sahaba, the Prophet, they say, there was nothing to distribute. He said, what did you see? So we saw some, someone was teaching and some people were learning. Someone was teaching and some people were learning. They're learning and teaching the Quran. They're learning and teaching the knowledge. And he said, that is the inheritance of the Prophet. That is the legacy of the Prophet. That the Quran, we inherited the Quran. If someone says, I'm gonna, you know, my dad's a billionaire, so I'm gonna inherit like at least like maybe 100 million, I'm gonna be really rich. Right? The richest thing, the most important thing that anyone can inherit in this world is nothing but Allah's words, which is the Quran. And we inherited the Quran. Out of all the human beings in this work in this world, we, me and you, are have the, Allah has blessed us to inherit Allah's book, Allah's words. The Quran. Can you believe the honor that Allah has given us? That we're the inheritors of the Quran? And this Quran, it makes it makes you and brings you to your best self. Makes you your best when you take this, when you listen to the Quran. Allah says in the Quran, Siddhatullah. وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ مِنَ اللَّهِ صِدْقًا Allah says, take the color yourselves through the color of God. Color yourself through the colors of God. What does that mean? How do you color yourself through the colors of God? What is Allah saying? Allah is saying that the beautiful character, the beautiful things Allah tells you to do as a Muslim, that is from the beautiful characteristics and qualities of God. He's the most merciful and He wants you to be merciful. He's the most generous and He wants you to be generous. He's the most gentle and He wants you to be gentle. He's the most halim, the most forbearing and He wants you to be forgiving. He's al-ghafoor and al-afoor, He's the most forgiving and He wants you to be forgiving. So someone came to Aisha and said, oh, can you tell us about the character of our beloved prophets? Can you tell us about the character of her prophet? What did Aisha Ibn say? What did she say? What did she say? Did she give a big new paragraph, a page, two pages? Their books have been written on the character of the prophet, but what did Aisha Ibn say? Guys, who's listening? Third grade? Second grade? Fourth grade? Who's listening? What did Aisha say about Rabbi Allah Anha? Our mother of believers. What did she say about the character of the Prophet? She said, The character, have you not read the Quran? The character of the Prophet was, was just like the Quran. His character was the Quran. He wasn't walking Quran. Quran was not something he was just reciting. He was practicing every beautiful thing Allah was asking him to do in the Quran. And the Prophet said something beautiful. His, the Prophet's 
deep the prophets, the food of the prophets, ruh, the soul, was the Quran. The food of the soul. If you don't feed your body, if you don't groom your body, if you don't take a shower, your body's going to, you know, not going to be in its best shape. Best shape. We don't eat, we don't sleep, we don't make wudu, we don't make, take a shower. Same way the soul has its own grooming. Your soul is not reading Quran, listening to Quran, remembering Allah, taking time out from all the busy things that we do in life. You're not feeding your soul, and then your soul is not going to be really, it's not going to feel good, it's not going to smell good. It's not going to feel good. Your roof. You know, we're not just bodies. We're souls. And we have a body. And when we leave this world, our body is going to remain, but then our soul is going to move on. So we're more of a soul than our body. So what did the Prophet say about the Quran? And I want you to remember this. This is a beautiful hadith. The Prophet said, the example of a believer if we have faith in our heart, in our soul, the example of the believer who recites the Quran and acts on it, he is like an orange. Prophet said, what is he like? He's like an orange, which tastes nice and smells nice. Prophet is giving an analogy, he's giving an example. A believer, someone who has Iman, he also reads the Quran, who is he like? Like an orange, he tastes really nice and also he smells really beautiful. Smells really good. And then the Prophet said, a believer who does not recite the Quran, but he's still a believer, he still believes in Allah, he still has Iman in his heart, but he, he, he does not recite the Quran. He does not, you know, stay close to the Quran. Then what happens? Then the Prophet said, he's like a date that tastes sweet. His taste is still good because he has iman, but he doesn't have any smell. He doesn't have any smell because he's not able to have that beautiful smell by reading the Quran, practicing the Quran, talking about the Quran. And then the Prophet said the example of a hypocrite, example of a hypocrite who doesn't really have iman in their heart or soul, who recites the Quran, because sometimes at the time of the Prophet, there are hypocrites that used to come and recite Quran. It's like a sweet basil, which smells good but tastes bitter. Outside, my taste smells a little bit, little bit good, but it doesn't really taste good because inside they don't have anything. And the Prophet said, the example of a hypocrite who does not recite the Quran is like a bitter fruit, like a bitter apple, which tastes bitter and has a bad smell. So, do you know that when you lie, the Prophet system said there is a smell of your deeds? Your good deeds have a smell, and your bad deeds have a smell. And the angels know, know the smell. The Prophet said, when you lie, the, the stinkiness of that lie, you know, the stink, the bad smell of that lie, is so bad that the angels run away from you, they run away from you for miles. When you lie. So the Prophet he filled his soul with Quran. He recited the Quran, he lived the beautiful character of the Quran, and whoever he came across, he represented Allah's book. And that's why the Prophet was such a beautiful person inside and out. Anas radiallahu anhu narrates 
that I've, I've never touched any silk or any brocade as soft as the softness of the tongue of the prophesied seller. I've never smelled any fragrance as be, as never smelled any fragrance as beautiful as the sweat of the prophesied. The sweat in the body of the prophesied smelled better than musk, better than perfume. And this is not, he's not applying perfume, but it is because in his heart, his soul had Quran. Because he had this beautiful smell in his soul that was a miracle of the Prophet that it came through. Even when people went close to him, they, they, they had this beautiful smell. How are we going to smell? What is our smell to the angels? How do we smell? How does our soul smell? To, to Allah and the Prophet When we walk, walk by someone and we say something, how, how does it feel? How do we make people feel? When we talk to someone, how do we make them feel? When we help someone, how do we make them feel? So, I have to ask all of you to think about this for a second. That the Quran, the Quran is a way to feed our soul and beautify our soul and make ourselves smell beautiful to Allah and angels. May Allah subhanahu give us the faith to live the Quran, to color ourselves through the beautiful character of the Quran. And when we practice Quran, inshallah, Allah and the angels will love us. And when we leave this world, the Quran will stay with us. And inshallah, we'll have a beautiful smell in this world to angels. We will be the most beautiful people to Allah and His Prophet and the angels and also in the Quran. May Allah make us among them. Amen.
elegant still picture, recite the Quran, understand the Quran, practice the Quran, have that beautiful, beautiful, inshallah, fuel for our soul for the Quran. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make those people that make, have that beautiful smell, beautiful look, beautiful um, beauty in our soul through the book of Allah, through the Quran. Amin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the Quran the spring of our hearts, probably of Illumina. And the nur of our our soul, and the nur of our, our, our eyes, and the, and, and, our, and our hearts, and the removal of all our worries and anxieties. Make us love the Quran and live the Quran. Make us love the Quran and live the Quran. Amin. In Allah, Allah says, In the love of the Albi Walisan, Aitai, the Kurba, and Hani Paksha, the Munta, the Kaidu, the Alam, the Kurun, Akim Salacha.